Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Film Optics Review. And today, we are going to take a deep dive into the new streaming platform, Quibi. I'm your host, Christian, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Devin. How are you doing today, man? Happy Easter. Happy Easter. I'm looking forward to Tiger King rising from the dead, I guess. (laughs) I mean, he's still in jail, so it's kind of like he's dead, but he's not. He's just not a part of like you know normal society but i wonder is that is is that a little episode out already or is it coming out later i have not checked yet i'm actually currently watching the prince of egypt (laughs) because i love that movie so much and it was it was like five dollars at best buy there's like a really big sale going on at best buy by the way like literally almost you sent me that um that link through twitter um pretty much every single like disney owned property all their steel books are on sale i think the cheapest one i saw was like frozen the steel book uh the first one for like 12 13 but disney never goes below 10 dollars for like any of their properties so a lot of them are at 20 15 so i haven't picked those out but dreamworks is also having a really big sale and i actually i'm thinking about picking up the uh the shrek trilogy because why not it's shrek <laughs> But um, how, how's your weekend been, man? Just been uh, chugging along, playing some, um, was it uh, Astroneer? No, not Astroneer, um, No Man's Sky. Yes, we have others more than me, but yeah, it's been interesting. Yeah, I'm, I definitely have to check that out. Like I said before, I've just I've been I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. I I like it a lot. Um, it, it's it ropes you in straight to the story. There's there's a few uh side quests i can deal without um that really don't add anything to the story but i'm i'm enjoying it so far got it for like 40 bucks because i pre-ordered it like forever ago so i didn't have to pay 60 like uh everybody else just matt just just wait until you get to use that new ps5 controller with it it's so exciting I mean, it's, uh, i just i don't understand why like this is like the most one of the most polarizing um <laughs> controllers but like i mean there's there's always been some kind of weird reaction like like i've said like i like the design i do wish the thumbsticks were offset like the switch pro controller and the xbox controller because i feel like it's a little bit more natural and uh alana pierce was actually saying that she read her article how it's more your, your brain it's it's more of a natural fit for your you know easier to control the camera and your um you know the character that you're playing but I don't know. I digress. It's all right. But um, as I said before, we are going to be reviewing the streaming platform Quibi. And before we begin today's review, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Music, Anchor, Podbean, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. So yeah, we're pretty much going to be uh, breaking down this review. We have you know the features. Should, content. Maybe we should um we should re- release the review in Quibi's five to ten minute podcasts. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> A Quibi <laughs> review of Quibi's. It, well, we'll 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 record it all at once, like <laughs> we're doing now, and then we'll just chop it up into you know we'll th- throughout the week one, we'll, one we'll, every day. What one every day? I know every day, man. Every day, I swear. I I thought it was once per week. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And but I, I guess it makes more sense to do it except once weekends. Per day. Apparently, 
I haven't seen anything this weekend. New. Yeah, I, I haven't either. I watched all of Chrissy's court. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. But um, for anyone who doesn't know what Quibi is out there, uh, Quibi is a new streaming platform, as we mentioned before. It is a, is a, it's a uh, ugh, subscription-based. It's designed to deliver short-form scripted and unscripted content for your cell phone only. Um, so the name mashes up the word quick and bites, hence the word Quibi. And it was really smart of them to make Quibi like a like a like a word, like a noun. Like, oh just yeah. take Quibi. Like those commercials were really effective, I would say. You know, I actually saw a Quibi commercial while I was watching Quibi. Yeah, I saw a few of those. <laughs> was it was was <laughs> I saw the Charmin one? He's like, Oh, be out in a Quibi. I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe a few Quibbies. I was like, "Wow, this is this is a toilet paper commercial that they're like, yeah, they're like they're trying to go the Google route, just creating a word." Yeah, and 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 Hulu as well, because the word Hulu actually has no um, dictionary definition; it's just Hulu. I looked it up like a few years ago. I'm not sure if that's changed since then, but last time I checked, it has no real meaning. Well, at least Quibi does. Yeah. But, yeah, which is really cool, and and uh, for and again, um, everyone for Quibi episodes shows will run uh, roughly between seven to ten minutes, no more than ten minutes each um, episode, which is really really nice. Um, so we're like I said before, we're going to be doing like a full breakdown of it. We're going to cover like the features, the content, the pricing. And uh, we have our own. Well, I I created a few on of our little sets of questions, and uh, of course, we'll be talking about the show, the user uh, face accessibility, uh, things of that nature. So uh, I guess we'll just get straight into. Let's just do the features really quick. I did put a link in this um, Google Doc thing as well, just to kind of give us more answers because <laughs> the template I made was kind of weird, but. Um, so do you want to do you want to tackle the features really quick, Devin, and then we'll kind of just uh, go from there? Yeah, I guess I think mobile only seems like a pretty big one. It seems like it could be controversial because I definitely I think I would have liked to pull it up on the big screen at some point. Like like some of the things I was watching, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to see on a big screen, but just couldn't do it, which I guess could be annoying for people who are interested. I don't know what you think about that. Um, so for me, um, cause at, at first I didn't realize it was mobile only because there was one day when I was sitting here and uh, I think my phone was charging. I think it was at like 5% or something like that. And I kind of, I was watching survive and I kind of wanted to catch up on a few of the episodes and I, I like it for the most part, pretty much it's, it's dragging a little bit, but, um, I looked online, you know, I grabbed my, uh, my laptop and, yeah, it's it's mobile only. Uh, like you said, it can be a hindrance from uh, for some people, but I get what they're going for because, I mean, there technically is a way I could have watched it. Like I could have watched it on my on my uh, my big screen TV because my uh, I have like an Apple TV and that allows me to like AirPlay whatever is on my iPhone and you know mirror it what's um to what's on my tv so technically i could have pulled it up there but that drains your battery like a lot and is it really worth it for 10 for like seven to ten minutes that's the another question we would have to ask ourselves but um 
at the same time, it would be nice to kind of have that because even, I mean, think, think about the, you know, the YouTube videos that we watch. A lot of them, majority of them, I would say, if you're watching like a quick review of like, you know, someone's thoughts about a movie or a game or a film, TV show, whatever it may be, a lot of those reviews are, are maybe like what, 12, 13 minutes. Sometimes they're 10 minutes or less. So it's kind of like, youtube but for tv kind of you know th these are things that you can easily watch on youtube and i know that um oh my gosh uh let me the uh let me explain video i'm yeah, not I was, sure if i was he's... just gonna i was just gonna bring that up he called it rich person's youtube which i think is yeah. just the perfect what? description yeah yeah it, yeah yeah rich person's youtube which is yeah <laughs> i i couldn't agree more there um so i guess um, so, and again, with, with this being mobile streaming only, you know, there's two ways that you can view these, um, these, excuse me, these shows and that's the portrait or landscape. Now, I don't know who's watching. <laughs> I don't know who's watching this content portrait. Are you watching it in portrait? Cause I'm watching it in a landscape. No, I do like how <laughs> fluid it is though. Like on YouTube, it's annoying to switch back and forth because sometimes it doesn't work, but here it really is smooth yeah and I, I will say i did try out portrait mode for some shows especially um chrissy's courts i will say in landscape not in landscape i'm sorry in portrait mode um for anyone who doesn't know portrait mode it's just the way that you normally would hold your phone landscape is you know sideways widescreen um it it, it kind of worked there because you know you're, you're in a courtroom and it only focus it focuses on that one you know character or person who's talking so you do get their full body essentially you know minus the sides cutting off but you know when they're showing like a wide shot of the entire you know courtroom then that's when it becomes a problem so i feel like it is a little bit easier just to watch things in landscape as well but i mean it, it is interesting and i do agree, agree with you when it comes to the uh, uh fluidity the fluid uh, back and forth motion between portrait and landscape. Um, it's kind of like they zoom in a little bit for portrait or well, especially for some shows I kind of noticed, but it, it, it is a nice uh, transition for sure. But, um, and also, uh, so did you want to take the next, uh, uh, next few points and then we'll kind of just go back and forth uh, yeah, for our we, features and contents. We mentioned there's new episodes every week and it seems like every weekday. And then they do movies and chapters, which I don't know if I'm a fan of. I mean, it makes sense to do it for shows, but for the movies, it just feels like an excuse to get an ad every 10 minutes, which is what they're basically doing. As if the movie's like two hours long and you have an ad every 10 minutes, it's like 12 ads and a lot of money for them. Right. So I'm trying to figure out for the movies and chapters, because shows like... Um um for like survive or um what's the world's most dangerous game like yeah, are those considered yeah those are considered huh? movies yeah i was gonna say is that considered an actual movie or is it considered an actual show because it seems that you know once you know this quote-unquote full movie comes out you can just i mean i promise you someone someone out there is going to just cut it to where it's just one fluid movie but I feel like they shoot it to where, you know, purposely, you know, every 
what, eight to ten, seven to ten minutes. Yeah, the way they shoot it, it makes sense, but it just, I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. (laughs) So, I have a question. So, do you think (laughs) that the Irishman (laughs) would have done well in Quibi Quibi form? That's a lot of Quibbies. Oh, my God, that would be seasons. At least, what, two, two and a half, maybe three seasons? Because that's, what, three and a half hours? Oh, no, that's... That's at least five. That's at least a five season, <laughs> The Irishman. <laughs> but you know, I, I really want them to bring this to like watches as well, <laughs> like Apple Watches. Yeah, like Apple Watches. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be out on the Quibi. You know, like you're you're, you're out and about. Your phone dies. Well, I, I won't watch a Quibi. Like, why not? I feel like the the screen is just big enough. If you get like the bigger version of the <laughs> of the Apple Watch. <laughs> It's happened before. I've I've literally seen people look through entire PDF files on their uh, on their Apple uh, on their Apple watches. But um, so <clears throat> moving on here, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so the company actually plans to spend about one point one billion dollars on commissioning uh, original content w- within the first year, and this kind of totals to about. Uh, 8,500 short form episodes and including about around 175 shows, which is pretty interesting, I think. But um, for people out there who are looking for this kind of content, like, do, do you think like, I guess, well, what type of people do you think they're trying to market to? Because I know that, what was it? Um, it was the, the two creators of, Quibi or a few of the creators of Quibi, they have pretty big uh backstory as well. Between uh Katzen, the Katzenberg um is the project's founder in uh and uh former eBay and Hewlett Packard boss uh Meg Whitman is also behind this. So these are really big <coughs> people, you know, yeah. behind this new form. But like I guess I guess my question is to you, like, who do you think this is marketing to? Like what type of film fan or tv watcher i think their obvious their strategy is pretty obvious they're just trying to get as many stars as possible and then hope that the stars that they get draw in people that are fans of those stars um which i guess could work because obviously if you're a big fan of say christy teigen you see she has a new show out on here you're probably gonna go watch it and you can say that with with all the other celebrities that are that are already on here and will be on here yeah, that is true. And so I'm I'm trying to think because between um you know we see a lot of big stars on Apple TV Plus as well with their streaming service and you know we've we've been through the ringer before, you know, you you have the old reliables like Hulu and Netflix, but there I think this is the biggest time that we've seen a lot of these streaming services are, you know, coming c- c- coming into the fray, th- throwing their hat into the ring, especially with Disney Plus, you know, we talked about that um we we covered Disney Plus when it first came out and we kind of mentioned it within our past news show that you know this this new original content is always important but i feel like you know let's say like apple tv apple tv does have some pretty good shows on there if you're willing to try it out and kind of actually go through to see what else is on their platform minus like the t3 shows that they always promote 
but um, I, I, I guess I'm wondering, will Quibi have the legs to stand, you know, stand within this race when it comes to content? Because we've seen with Disney Plus, you know, they have their original content and then they have all their legacy titles, um, all, all of their pretty much their entire backlog. But as we said before, you know, if Disney Plus came out with only their new uh, content worth amount of shows, would it still have the same legs? And it probably wouldn't. But I wonder if Quibi having, you know, the the uh, the game plan that they have for, you know, new episodes, like pretty much every single day come out. Do you think they're eventually going to burn out or I don't know? It, it seems like a lot, but I, don't know, I just wanted to get your thoughts about that. Yeah, I think they're going to have to keep up that pace if they want to try to stay in the race because people need content and. Disney, or I should say Apple TV Plus, isn't really offering much content, not consistently at least. So Quibi needs to keep up with new things like constantly. Yeah, I I would definitely agree. And like you say, you know, with the stars, like this is probably one of the most like jam packed like streaming services I've seen with like yeah, that's stars the thing that initially the like drew us and we were like, whoa, this could be legit because there's actually stars attached. Right. Yeah, I mean, but this. I could also see a negative to that because it seems like they're focusing more on star power than actually storytelling. Right. Yeah, and that that was another point I was thinking of, like how, like when, like what will these stories or will these shows stick? You know, what will any of these become like a really big phenomenon? You know, we've had shows, you know, like Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, um, Ozark is another one. You know, the third season just came out. Um, I've yet to check it out, but I hear it's very, very good. And there, there's been so many other shows, you know, Sopranos. And so I know the um, going back to uh, the uh, Let Me Explain, his YouTube channel, uh, when he was um, covering Quibi and his his review, um, I believe it was Katz, uh, Katzenberg. Um, what is his first name? Uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg. He was saying that, you know, how HBO has it to where, you know, it's not TV, it's HBO, which it's supposed to make you feel like you're watching something other than TV, even though at the end of the day, it is a TV show. But the budget of these fil- of these shows are so high that it makes it feel like you're just watching this you know, it's amazing, like feature length film that's, you know, cut up into episodes. But with Quibi, he, uh, Katzenberg kind of wants to do the same thing when it comes to, you know, within a few years down the line, he had said in an interview that, you know, he, he wants Quibi to stick around and to become a new form of entertainment. Um, it is interesting though. I don't know, but, um, let's, let's get into the pricing really quick and then, you know, we'll give our, like, our thoughts of what we've been watching and like our favorite shows and what have you, but the pricing for now, um, and an ad supported subscription, uh, to Quibi costs four 99 per month. Um, and there's an ad free subscription that will set you back around seven 99. Uh, Quibi says so it'll be roughly about 2.5 minutes of advertisement per hour of content. Now we both have the ad support subscription. Yeah. And, you know, we were kind of talking about it on, um, on we were texting about it back and forth, and I had thought, you know, when they said ad support, there's going to be multiple ads within a 10-minute span. It seems like there's only one, and that's at the it's very like beginning. 10 to 15 seconds. 
Yeah, especially the ones I've been getting. I think they've been, honestly, 10 seconds or less, maybe 12, 13 seconds. And honestly, they go by so fast. It's just you don't really notice it, which is which is a really good point, good point that you have brought up. We are and we should also mention that we got the free 90-day trial, which seems absurd. Right. But like, I guess it's one way to get people in. Yeah, and this is what I really like what Quibi is doing. So if you if you want to try out the streaming service for anyone everyone who's listening, they they are offering a 90-day free trial for you to just binge all their shows, try what you want. You know, it's it's not like a special, special offer that you have to, you know, jump through all these hoops to obtain. It's literally just you just download the um the app onto your phone, and I'm pretty sure the offer just pops up as you're you know creating your account so you know that that's how you know why we've been reviewing this and we wanted to give our our two cents on the matter our thoughts <laughs> so um and i mean the pricing do, do you think out of all the shows that we've been binging do you think the price is at the right point for at least for an entry level for five bucks per month I don't think I would have renewed if I were paying currently. <laughs> Honestly, same. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, I mean, it, you know, and it gives you more of a reason to try it out because, oh, I have 90 days. You know, let's see what's on here. Let's see what I like. Let's see what works. And I think I like what they're doing. You know, they're they're just letting people try the product out at first to see if they like it before obviously committing. But it gives you a longer time because a lot of these um, trials and subscriptions, I know, especially with like Hulu, it's only like seven days. Yeah. And, you know, depending on your work schedule, what you, ha- what you have going on during the week, you might be able to sit down and try it out for like what, maybe like a day or two, like on the weekends, maybe the evenings, if you don't have anything else going on, but 90 days is more than enough time, especially with the episodes being so short. Um, you know, it, it kind of gives you that edge, but I wanted to ask you as well, because this is another point that I was thinking of because uh, since I mentioned, I mentioned to you earlier that I was binging Chrissy's court because I didn't even start watching it till this morning. Do you think there is more of a fatigue going through all of these episodes, like back to back to back? Or like, do you feel like it's more easily digest that way or to actually watch it daily as these new episodes come out? I think I found it really easily to digest when there were three episodes available. But when there were like seven or eight, I just kept kind of like looking to see how much were left. But yeah. um, if it was one at a time or even three available, it felt like it went by really fast. Yeah, I, I would agree there because I kept looking this. <laughs> I was like, okay, you know, I've been watching Survive. There's about like maybe seven, eight episodes there. I think there's like eight or nine episodes of Chrissy's Court. But I literally watched them all back to back as soon as I like woke up because I didn't really have anything else to do. I, you know, but um, it was it was a bit draining because you're like okay when is this going to go on you know wh- when is this going to end essentially so that I, that I can gather my final thoughts you can't this, really but... see like what time it's going to end because it's multiple videos so you can't really see how much longer <laughs> you have it's especially it's for like the movies YouTube, quote unquote always, chapters yeah like on youtube you can always see like the bar like oh it's almost over or oh time to stop watching 
Yeah, I I think it's. I mean, I'm not because sh- they didn't really check to see if you can like kind of tap it. And then you know it'll show the progression bar at the bottom. But I mean, is, is that is are we able to do that or not? I don't even know. Yeah, you can that. see how much time in the current episode, but you can't see like if there's eight episodes. Oh, you can't see how much eight longer. episodes left. Right, right. Okay, I see what you're saying. I got you. I got you. That makes that makes a lot of more sense. But okay, so uh, moving on to uh, the user interface accessibility, I wanted to get your thoughts about this. Like, do you like, you know, just how like do you think it's easy for you to navigate around? Is it user friendly? Is it idiot proof? Essentially, because I mean, there's a lot of user user interfaces out there, especially with like I'm not sure if you checked out like the Xbox, like the newest interface for like the Xbox One X. I mean, it's kind of the same but it is very difficult to like navigate around that user interface but i wanted to get your thoughts first about for quibi i didn't really see any issues with it it seems like as of now on the the for you section they kind of just have every show that they have available if you keep swiping Mm -hmm. i can see that becoming an issue in the future as they get more shows because it could just become too much and overwhelming but currently i don't really see any major issues Okay. Yeah, I, I I would I would have to agree there. I think moving forward, they would have to either, you know, start categorizing these shows into like drama, comedies, uh, things of that nature. But um, with all that quote unquote, I guess you could say informational stuff out of the way, um, what have you been watching, Devin? You know, like figure we can kind of do little quibby review, <laughs> quibby reviews of the shows we've been watching on our streaming review of quibi so lay it on i I have watched four quibi series Mm, okay which ones punked (laughs) which we've both watched (laughs) yes um most dangerous game (laughs) um 50 states of fright and today i watched a few episodes of i promise i was thinking about starting that today the lebron series yeah, yeah, the school. LeBron series. I have been watching again, uh, you know, Punked, uh, which is <laughs> wow, interesting, <laughs> very interesting. Um, I was I thought about starting Thanks a Million before this, but then he had texted me saying, "Hey, you, do you want to record?" I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it now because you know it's early in the morning. What? Why? Why not? On this fabulous Easter Sunday, um, I've also been watching Survive. I'm all caught up for now on that show with uh sophie turner and, and i as i mentioned before i've been binging chrissy's court because i don't know why i just it's kind of like judge judy but you know obviously she's not a real judge but it is kind of funny like with her reactions with you know there's their quote-unquote real court cases and some of them are pretty believable more believable than punks but um so i guess uh did you want to just kind of well, let's just talk about, you know, the shows that we both watch, which is Punked, and then we'll kind of get into the ones that we kind of ventured off with. So, Punked, uh, it's, pun- um, it's, it's, it's not great. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> there were, I would say there were two or three, like, decent ones, and then the rest were just, like, not very good. Yeah. All the, all the car ones. There's so many car ones. It just, there's, like, so four stupid. or five. Just stop I know. doing cars. I was like, like, this this isn't a car show. What are you doing? Come on, Chance. This isn't Pit My Ride, MTV. That's what it felt like. Every episode at the end was about cars. 
<laughs> right. So for those who don't know, uh, I'm, I'm assuming everybody knows what punk is. You know, it's just kind of like an April Fool's type. You know, they take celebrities and put them in weird situations. And at the end, oh, yeah, <laughs> punk, whatever. But um, it is hosted by Chance the Rapper. Um, super great guy. You know, we like I, I like his, uh, his music a lot. It's just I, I would, again, have to <laughs> agree with you here, Devin. When it, I think there are there's like two. No, there's there's three episodes of punk that i like yeah let me see which ones that i like let's pull it up because oh. yeah let's 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 put it the first one with meg on with Megan the stallion was terrible the terrible <laughs> fake gorilla was not good the, the, yeah, the one with liza Koch, she was also terrible she like caught on right away and there was no yeah. stakes anyways the one with adam devine yeah he, that was the first car one you were like that when we weren't yeah. tired of cars yet so that one right was the, the first of many car episodes and Lil Nas then, X one was was okay not that was really. terrible he didn't really <laughs> he didn't have a I reaction didn't. he were like he was like i was like dear are you stoned the one i think my favorite one is sabrina carpenter yeah that, I, like, I like that madison ray one those are yeah okay. and, and madison ray those yeah between adam adam devine and then the, Carter. The, the car one another car one <laughs> And then the yeah, one with the, the two um, kids from the Blackish. Ty, Ty Dolla Sign with, was the second car episode. Yeah. And the then, one with the two kids from Blackish was pretty good. The Ferris wheel. Yeah, because it's like you actually brought kids into and the fray. Like, and they're like, kind oh of a God. cool stunt. Yeah. I know. He was holding. That stuntman was holding on to that Ferris wheel. Like, for, oh, my gosh. I don't, you had to have a lot of upper body and strength then, that. Another car one. French Montana was the third car, car one. one. And then Migos, it was literally two car episodes back to back. <laughs> French Montana and then uh, Migos Boom with Offset. Like, that, okay, so that's four car episodes. I'm, out of 10. Out of 10. 40%. So almost more, 40, more than, almost more than half. Almost at the halfway point. Now, they're probably going to do another car one. I get it. Like, it's funny, but like, it needs to be believable especially for punks because this is a show that's been i mean it's it's been off air for a while i think yeah because oh my gosh when was the last time that punked aired um last time i remember it was uh ashen kutcher doing it i don't know if anyone had taken the reins from him after i don't know i can't remember it is but yeah it's it's not that good of a show. <laughs> it's, it's very inconsistent. It is very, very inconsistent. And, you know, I, I, the, yeah, the one with Madison Ray, that was, that was very funny, you know, with the girl trying to get as much TikTok and, you know, followers as her. And then her quote unquote mom comes in and it's like, you know, if she makes money, I make money. And, but the one with Sabrina Carpenter, I'm telling she broke down. The rat infestation was perfect. You couldn't see it anything but i guess uh really quick for you know this quick review of punks <laughs> um what do you think of chances true like do you think that they're very believable because i know there's that same middle-aged older white guy like do you think people are going to start catching on i feel like they are yeah i was actually gonna bring that up i think that middle-aged white guy i forgot his name but i think he was actually pretty funny he had yeah he lines. Was he's like he said something about i'm not gonna we're not gonna go piss and ping pong back and forth here. He has yeah, like some weird line like that. He, he's pretty good off his feet. With the, oh yeah, absolutely. The quick lines. Yeah. 
with Sabrina Carpenter. He was like, they don't call me like what big Q or big M for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. That was terrible. That, that was hysterical. But, um, all right. Apparently so the away- original punk lasted till 2015. Did it really? Who, who was, who's the host? I have no idea. I didn't know that it lasted that long because I knew, you know, we, we had talked about, well, they, they had teased it coming back, but yeah, the last time I remember was Ashton Kutcher, but I mean, I don't know. Like I get chance needs to, he needs to mix it up. It needs to be a lot more believable situations. Yeah. With like material things. That's it's like, Oh my God, where's my car? Where's my, I don't know. It's just, I mean, if people are out and about, the only thing you can really mess with them is like, you know, material things you can't like pull a prank and say oh you know you're you're bankrupt or whatever have you and this needs to be more either more need to put more gullible um (laughs) celebrities that they need to punk or because because what's her face with with the uh the bar mitzvah um she caught on like so quick and and just it didn't have any stakes anyway she didn't do anything wrong yeah, that was with um. Oh my gosh, Liza Koshy. Yeah, yeah, with Liza. It's like I was like, okay, I don't see what she did wrong here. But Adam Devine was pissed. <laughs> he did a good when job he, of of keeping composed composure, though. Yeah, because Migos and uh, I mean French Montana did a pretty good job for his, but I, it it always is kind of interesting to see. You know, you, you see all these stars on TV, but like quote unquote what are they really like like if you put them in these types of situations and i guess that's what the show is trying to do it's trying to get like an honest reaction out of them but they just need to try harder so um so uh what what else you say you're watching the world's most dangerous game so tell me a little bit about that one i think that's like my favorite by far it's just kind of it's kind of like classic like hunger games type people getting hunted by other people Mm. It's, it's Liam Hemsworth, one of the Hemsworths, <laughs> and um, Christoph the Waltz other is Hemsworth. also in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I watched the first episode, and then I got distracted watching. I think a new episode of Survive came out, and I just started watching that again because I just love Sophie Turner. But sorry, go, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Yeah, it's just kind of interesting um, seeing. I like the story where basically they get people that don't really have anything to lose because this guy has cancer and he's going to die in a couple months anyways. So he might as well try to go in this weird human hunting thing to make money for his family. So it kind of makes sense for him to try it. It's just interesting to see where it, where it ends up. Yeah. It kind of sounds, you know, the stakes are high on, on all points because, you know, he, he has cancer and like i said i did watch the first episode so i kind of know the premise a little bit but obviously you're way farther along than i am um but and that does sound interesting i I would like to at least um there are a few more shows i want to check out here especially since we have like a 90-day free trial but um i've also been watching like i said survive um i'll just read it's it's about a girl who was played by sophie turner our name is Jane. She wants to end it all. She's uh, suicidal. Um, then there's a plane crash that happens. Um, as she she's she plans to end her life because she she's in like this facility. Have you seen Short Term Twelve, the movie? No. Okay, so it's it's kind of just like a, I guess you could say a rehab facility for kids who are suicidal 
uh, thing about harming, harming themselves. Um, she finally gets out of the facility and she's planning on coming home for, I, it's either Thanksgiving or Christmas. It's, it's, it's one of the holidays. And she runs into this uh, guy. Um, I forgot the actual, the other actor's name, but he's, he's, he's pretty, uh, Corey Hawkins. That's his name. Um, yeah. Corey Hawkins. She runs into him at the, um, at the airport. They kind of, you know, get a little bit of a flirty vibe there, but, uh, Jane steals like a bunch of pills um, from the uh, rehab facility and she plans on killing herself on her way home to Chicago, um, for, for the holidays, like, in midair but the plane crashes in the middle of they haven't even told us where they are they're on this huge like snowy white mountaintop and they're trying to survive so that's pretty much the uh the premise there so far you know they're they're trying to survive no one's came looking for them they're the only two passengers who survived the plane crash so which is actually freaking scary as, as hell but um, it's it's pretty good, you know. It's it has that that tense uh, that drama tense tenseness to it. I'm interested to see where it goes, um, but we'll kind of just see. It's it's. I mean, I I think it's worth um, checking out, and and they do have a lot of you know messages for you know for people who are thinking about you know those types of suicidal thoughts or harming themselves. You know, they always put that during the beginning and the end of um, episodes, so obviously you know trying to send that message out which i think is very important but um so what 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 else have you been watching uh besides the world's most dangerous game uh, 50 states of fright which is sam Raimi's uh little anthology horror creation hmm. okay it's basically okay. every every state has like these urban legends and he takes one of them and creates an episode out of it so the first one was um michigan and apparently there's some story about this lady getting a golden arm and then haunting people with it. A golden it's, arm. It's pretty corny. Awesome. It's kind of like rated rated R goosebumps. That's the best. Okay, way I was I gonna ask, is it. it like right? I was gonna ask if it if it's like um that one movie that came out not too long ago, Scary yeah, Stories to Tell in the like, Dark. It's like that, but rated R. Okay. So okay. It, it does have some good gore and some good like effects and stuff, but the mm. stories are like really cheesy. <laughs> I'll have to try it out. I mean, I've you know I've been for people who have first time listening to the show. I'm like a big scaredy cat when it comes to horror movies. I don't, but I don't, I, think, I don't think these will be scaring you very much. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, I, I've I've been diving into it. You know, I watched Us Midsummer. I actually want to watch Midsummer again. I want to watch the extended version. I'm just waiting for it to come out. Like, where can I find it? I want to watch it. I really do. But, um, so, all right. So you've been watching, um, 50 uh, States of Fright and then, uh, World's Most Dangerous Game. Um, I've also been watching, uh, this is pretty much my last one. Um, Chrissy's Court, you know, we all know Chrissy Teigen, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, wife's a John legend. Uh, he comes on the show a few times. It's, it's supposedly, like I said, uh, real court cases with real people. And, you know, she's not a judge. So it's kind of like, are these like real, real? Or are these kind of like, this kind of like smaller claim court disputes. You know what I mean? Some of them, I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting. Uh, the first one was kind of corny though. It was about uh, this one guy and <laughs> this uh, 
this shop owner, he's like a super older guy. And the, the, the gentleman comes in to, uh, to, uh, to pick up uh, for takeout. And he asks, uh, I guess um, the gentleman, the owner of the restaurant was playing some kind of music. And the younger guy asked, hey, can you uh, play some rap? And he said, we don't have rap here. And, he, and then the older guy, uh, who owned the, the owner of the restaurant, like knocks, accidentally knocks off one of his speakers and breaks it. And now he wants the uh, the younger guy to, or the defendant, I guess you could say, to uh, pay for it. But it's kind of like it, it's it's all meant to be a joke. It's all comedy because Chrissy Teigen is really funny in this role, and her mom plays like the bailiff, <laughs> but her mom is like hysterical. Um, John Legend shows up for like I think two out of like the eight episodes that are on there right now. So that's honestly not bad, but uh, you know, it, it is what it is, but it's, it's, I, I think it's, it's kind of like judge Judy, but modern times, you know, a lot of the issues there's, there was a couple on there who was like actually screaming and yelling at each other. Like it got kind of serious for a second, but um, I, I believe they are more current real world problems that, you know, people are, disputing in small claims court but i i think it's definitely worth uh, a watch because it, it can get pretty funny at times but it's it's all right it's it's not too bad but was there anything else you've been watching or no yeah i started the i promise show today and um, that's right i i mean if you like lebron like i do and think he's the best of all time not michael jordan um, <laughs> you'll, def- you'll definitely like it because it, it's pretty inspiring what he's been doing with his his school mm. he opened up in Akron, giving all these these kids a better chance of actually advancing throughout school and not dropping out. Right. Okay. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Um, but I want, have you watched like I guess one of the bigger things in the on the app is like the news section. I have not checked weird. out the news section. I forgot to um and there's also a docuseries section as well, with well, I, I promise being one of them. Um so no, have you checked out the uh, the Daily Essentials? I think that that's what they call them. Yeah, it's a weird title for it. I don't know. I haven't watched any of it, but it just seems weird having like how they can keep up to date with the latest news. A lot of these are uh, every weekday. There's late uh, last night's late night Daily Chill, uh, Rachel Hollis show, Sexology with Shannon uh, Shan uh, Bordram. Uh, the Nod with Brittany and Eric, and so on and so forth. Uh, fr- Fresh Daily by Rotten Tomatoes? Is that on there yet? I, I wonder if that's something that... Oh, it says April 6, 2020, so it must be on there. I'll have to check that out. Fresh Daily by Rotten Tomatoes. And then oh, there's all not the much to talk about nowadays. <laughs> yeah, everything's, everything's delayed. Trolls, Trolls World Tour. That's it. Oh, yeah, that came out. Is that on video on demand to rent or is that to buy? I think it's to rent. In which case, I will not be renting. <laughs> I would hope not. No, I I haven't even seen the first troll, so I really don't know <laughs> what this is supposed to be all about. I do appreciate that you know they're trying to get these these um, movies that are ready to be you know viewed and seen by the public out to people, whether you know it's to buy or to rent. So that's pretty cool. But um, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that does for the uh, meat and potatoes of this review but i said uh i had a few questions that i jotted down here uh we kind of covered a few of them between like the price is the price worth it and 
um, what you should be watching on Quibi. So we kind of gave our thoughts about that already. Um, there, there are a few other shows I would definitely like to try out. Um, Thanks a Million is one of them, but I feel like that's just going to be the same thing over and over, just different people, different problems, and, you know, celebrities coming in to save the day and giving giving their own money to people in need, which is something I pretty much experience, like, at my church, they do this thing called, like, uh, the dollar the dollar club where everyone gives a dollar towards someone in need. It's it's literally the same thing. So I'll, I'll check it out for sure. But uh, so what would you say your favorite show out of everything that you're watching right now? Uh, Most Dangerous Game, definitely. Okay. Okay. I'll definitely have to check that out, like I said before. For me, um, it would be it would be Survive. Uh, for me, just because, um, I mean, I'm a big Sophie Turner fan. Um, her American accent is better in this than it is in, um, let's say, the X-Men movies. But um, I do still prefer her um, her uh, her original or her natural accent, um, that being from the UK. But it's it's pretty good. I I do like it. I don't know if it's something that I'll go back and watch, but it's definitely worth at least one watch through. But what would you uh my for me, I guess since uh for now that we've gone over favorite shows, uh least favorite shows for me, I would have to say I would have to say punked. It just yeah, isn't that good. Me too. I think even thinking back on it, the first episode all took place in a car, so I would consider that also a car episode. <laughs> so that's half, oh yeah, it did. What, that's half what, of the episodes. Was that with the gorilla? Yeah. And, uh, what's her face? I Megan the Stallion. Yeah, just hiding in the car the whole time, looking like a terrible person. Didn't help that guy that was running I around. I know. He tried to get in the car. She's like, "Don't come in here." I'm like, "What are you doing?" It made You're her like, look what terrible. Right. I'm like, what if this was a real world real world situation? Like there's tigers out in Utah and Oklahoma and whatnot with Tiger King. There could be gorillas out there too. People can have pet gorillas. But yeah, that's like that's fifty percent car episodes. That is just make pimp my ride. Just bring that back instead. <laughs> just bring back pimp what's, my what's ride. What's exhibit doing nowadays? <laughs> Jesus, man. God, I haven't oh my gosh, exhibits. Well, yeah, I was going to say, just like you, if it feels like they just wanted to make a Pit My Ride show. So just make that instead. You can easily do that within 10 minutes. Like, it's so simple. But I mean, it is what it is. But <laughs> so, um, any uh, disadvantages, advantages to the service? I mean, I know we've kind of talked about the, um, you know, mobility aspect, but I guess more of the disadvantages. Do you think there are any disadvantages that could keep this streaming? Sh- the streaming service out of the race it just feels like their lack of like focus on storytelling is going to become a disadvantage because these shows don't have much substance at all they're focusing more on celebrities yeah and i I would i would agree there as well um i will say one thing with one thing that i like that apple tv is doing yes they do have a lot of star power but um i did end up watching um at least of uh, some more episodes of the morning show. It is very good. I mean, this, the story, you know, they, they have a lot of star power in, in that show, even with Dickinson, you know, I'm still waiting for season two. I got, 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 oh, I'm just waiting for season two for Dickinson. I love that show so much. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just a big Haley Seinfeld fan and I like period pieces. So 
There you go. But um, for the morning show, it's it's very good. I I like it a lot. I'm surprised a lot more people aren't talking about it. But even with um with Netflix, you know, they've been doing a lot more, having a lot more movies with star power. We have The Irishman, and we had uh, Marriage Story as well, and those are both very very good. You know, uh, both on their streaming platforms, unlike <clears throat> Spencer Confidential, <laughs> Coffee and Cream. Coffee and cream, um, maybe what extraction? Hopefully that'll be a little bit better with Chris Chris Hemsworth. But you kind of see you're starting to see a little bit of a trend that you know they're starting to get more bigger actors. You know they're obviously always looking for work. Um, you know to watch these uh, bigger movies, even with um, that one movie with Sandra Bullock, Netflix. Um, my gosh, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Bird Box, that was it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like Bird Box, it was it was pretty good. It was better than Bright, and I will, I will run that movie through the mud until the day I die. That movie was just god awful. But I mean, Chris, I mean Will Smith, we we love him to death, but wow. <laughs> but um, I do agree with you. You know, hopefully, um, they can keep this up and maybe have more up and coming. Um, actors and actresses on the rise on these shows instead of who's you know what's popular and whatnot but i guess at the same time you know when when these uh celebrities are going into this um into these contracts um it's i feel like there isn't a lot of um i guess you can say um dedication or not dedication but a lot of um it's not very time consuming because, you know, especially for punks, you know, they, they might be on it for like a show and you never see them again. Um, but maybe for like the movies that are put into chapters, which is essentially just like a book, whatever, um, it might be a little bit more difficult. But uh, let's get into our final grade and thoughts about this. So as of right now, what uh, wh- what would you rate Quibi out of 100? Yeah, I think earlier we both mentioned that we would not renew if we were currently paying, which I, I definitely stand by. I just think at the end of the day, I'd rather just watch YouTube for free. Yeah. And get like similar content. It, it it also reminds me of let me explain mentioning uh, YouTube Red, which was their failed like little service subscription to get weird shows that they were making. Kind of feels like that. And that's not yeah. a good sign for Quibi. It's no not. one really cares about having to pay to watch stuff instead of just watching creators create stuff for free on YouTube. Yeah. And if you want to support them, you know, they have Patreon set up. You know, you want to support them on Twitch. They have that set up there and what have you, um, especially being like sponsors on YouTube. And they already have that program in place. So. Yeah, I would definitely have to agree there. It is very um yeah, it's 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 rich people's <laughs> it's I mean let me explain, said it said it best. Um it is rich people's YouTube. Um it is very um I mean it, I think it's a, it's an interesting concept. Um I don't know if it's going to be as big as HBO because I mean why would I I don't know. It's just, it's not that it's, I mean, I need to spend more time with it, but at the same time, they really need to give people a reason to stick around when it comes to this type of content, because we've never really seen this in a paid 
form before. And, you know, I mean, our podcasts go up on, on YouTube as well, but it's, um, I mean, it's cool. I, I don't think it'll, I mean, the, I mean, if, if they want it to stay, you know, stick around, they'll definitely have to change their, um, their whole business model because it's, I mean, there, there, there are some, there are some enjoyable moments of it, but I mean, for the, for the ad price, it's like eight bucks and what we both pay for Hulu and that's like what, $6. Like, yeah, there's ads, but there's so much more content on there and I can just watch it. And like we said with YouTube, there's just so much free stuff on there that doesn't require anything. And these types of shows can easily go on to something like YouTube Red. But Google themselves, you know, they, they Google Google has so many, like, as big as they are, they have so many failed experiments. Like, do you remember Google Plus? It yeah, was supposed to be like, yeah, it was supposed to be like their version of Facebook. That tanked. Uh, we have Google Stadia that's out right now for gaming. That's not doing so well. I believe you get like another like a month or two for free for people trying that out. That's just it's just not working. Same thing with like you say with YouTube Red. It's just not working for them. For for Google at least. I think they need to, you know, stick to the free content. If people want to support, let them support and just generate money that way. But uh did yeah. you have any other final sorry, did you have any other final thoughts? I think I'm gonna give it 65 quibbies out of 100. Okay. There, okay. Are, there are some positives. Like the app is really well made and easy to use. Mm. Um, there's looks nice and clean. Yeah. Um, shows are very inconsistent. Like we've mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So know, six... it's just, it's just weird. Something feels off whenever you're watching something just feels like just slightly off. I would agree with you there. I've so, <laughs> So Devin's going to give it uh, 65 out of 100. I'm actually going to go lower and give it a 55 Ooh. out of 100. Um, what, like, I would probably never tune into Quibi again after this 93-day trial. Like, I'll probably just I'll watch what I want to watch on there for now and then just, I mean, I, I, I can give two shits about punks, like, until they step up their game because, I don't know. I mean, it, it's you hard see, to... see one more car, it's over. <laughs> Vice, yeah, we see one more car episode. We're done, and it's like chance. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to make a pit my ride, <laughs> but yeah. So sixty-five out of a hundred from Devin and fifty-five out of a hundred from me. It's just not really doing it. We'll see if they step up their game. I don't know. Let's say six months from now. Uh, but we do have HBO Max, which is coming out fairly soon next month. We don't know the exact date, but I'm definitely interested to see what they have to offer and you bet your ass we'll be reviewing it as well so <laughs> but um i believe that pretty much does it for our quibi review we're going on a full hour talking about this amazing streaming platform but um, for everyone out there who is listening uh thank you for listening and again you can listen to our content on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Anch- uh, Google Music, excuse me, Anchor, Podbean, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Um, I don't know what we're going to be reviewing next, to be completely honest. Maybe we want to do a <laughs> dedicated... <laughs> I mean, we, we started with the Tiger King. We might as well finish it off. Well, may- maybe that can be like a little bonus ex- uh, episode or something. Doesn't that but, um, animated movie come out on Netflix? 
Um, what what was it called? Oh my gosh. Um, I forgot what it's called. It was it was it's called this. It's it's like that family episode, that family movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll have to figure it out. Oh my gosh, I can't remember the name of it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. So whatever it's it's called like the the Willoughby's or something like that. I can't remember, but that might be our next review that we do. Um, as always, make sure to ch- uh, check out our um, our latest uh, news review. We talk about the PlayStation Five. We talk about Ezra Miller for joking one of his fans, and um, a, a lot, a lot more. We we had a lot of fun on that episode, but um, I believe that does it for this review. And as always, Devin, thank you for uh, coming on and reviewing with me and for everyone listening, give us a rating on the respective respective platforms that I mentioned earlier, especially iTunes or Apple podcasts, whatever you want to call it. Uh, You know, we really just want to get some feedback to see what we could be doing to uh, enhance the experience for you guys. Um, And happy Easter as well to everyone um, out there who is, um, uh, um, having a nice Sunday indoors or whether you are at work, but um, we will catch you guys in the next one. Peace.